Are you wondering if you can live a healthy lifestyle on the road? On today's episode of Driven Too Far, we've got the trucker trainer, Bob Perry, joining us with healthy lifestyle tips. Hello, I'm Andrew Winkler, and this is Driven Too Far, the truth about trucking, a podcast that helps over-the-road truck drivers balance career and family. Our guest today is Bob Perry. Bob is known as the trucker trainer and has spent the last 25 years bringing health and fit lifestyles to CDL drivers. Welcome to the show, Bob. Hey, thank you very much, Andrew, for having me. I appreciate it. So I'm almost, uh, I started this podcast last November, and I'm about 40 episodes in, and we've done a lot of episodes on financial health for drivers, trying to get them to make more money uh, with some tips and tricks, but we haven't done much on the, the physical side of it. So when I thought it was about time to do uh, something on the, the healthy side, I says, well, gosh, who am I going to get on the show? And first person I thought of was Bob Perry. Well, that's very kind of you and generous. I appreciate it. You bet. So let's jump right in here. You know, how important is nutrition and exercise on the road for these drivers? It's it's very important, you know, and, and uh, I know early on in my career working with the drivers, um, was you know of course incorporating fitness workouts in but it's very difficult and really the the big secret like it is for any of us and whether you're a driver or non-driver it's really 75 percent of what you put in your mouth and um if you can manage that and get your arms wrapped around it then you know doing some minimal exercise movement you'll see a difference um and that's really what i try to bring to the drivers it's really education and getting them to understand that the, the, the caloric intake, when I first was doing this, I had a team of coaches and they would take calls, coaching calls and talk to drivers. I said, please monitor if you can and collect data on what kind of caloric intake we think they're taking in. And it came back and it was like four to 4,500 calories a day, um, which uh, unfortunately about 50% of that, Andrew came from liquid drinks you know, power drinks, sodas, and so forth. So anytime you can get somebody to eliminate um, a couple thousand for that and so forth through the, through the week and, and look at it in that portion size, then getting them to lose a pound or two a week and getting them to 10 pounds is the benchmark. Again, the 10 pounds, then they'll start to see some significant difference on the inside, which for drivers, that's just more important, right? Their blood pressure, their heart rate, sugar, those type of things so they can stay compliant. You know, I've uh, just in my own life, you know, I've, I've been I've had times when I've been fit and not so fit and go up and down a little bit like a lot of people do. Uh, so I certainly feel the pain. But one of the challenges I've always come across is where do you find good information on what to do? Because it seems like every time you turn around, you're getting served a new ad on social media. And this guy says, hey, carbs are good. And this one says no carbs. And so where does a driver go to find good info? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. I appreciate you bringing that up right away. It is very difficult. It's not for drivers, for everybody, right? Right, you, right. right. you think you're going on the right path, eat egg whites. That's all you need to do. And then, then sooner or later it comes out and say, well, it doesn't really bother if you got the yolk in there or not, right? And people's heads are spinning. And in reality, what happens, that's what gets the average consumer discouraged, right? Yes. And they don't know who to believe and who to trust. One of the rules I ask drivers to remember is, is that we're all different. What works for me may not work for you, Andrew. But what you do have access to is the most valuable and most cost-effective lab that you can have, and that's your own body. 
and you need to find out what works best for you. You know, and I know there's a lot of talk about intermittent fasting. You yeah. know, you got to have energy in the morning to get you through the day. And that works for a lot of people. A lot of people it doesn't. So the the really answer to that question is, is unfortunately, you, you got to do some research. And I know there's some applications out there that you can go to and some sources that you can do. And that's, in fact, that's one of the things you and I were talking about earlier in my new podcast coming out is I want to give drivers direction on where they want to, where they can go, right? And what they can do and how they can find this information out. And I'm also starting to work with a lot of different carriers um, to, to provide them, because I have tons and tons of content, material, all those things that I can make available to these companies to give to their drivers, to spoon feed them, to give them some basic information to make some changes. Because what I find is, is that for those who can make some baby steps and make some changes, then it creates the thirst and the hunger to learn more and opens up their mind to thinking that, wow, there's other things I can do out here uh, to even get to better shape. So if I heard you right, it almost sounds like there's there's a lot of potential solutions out there, but you really just need to find something that works for you as a person and something you feel like you could stick with. Absolutely, and, and what you can you know work within. And I know there's a lot of, um, you know, my fitness app is one I know a lot of people go to, but a lot of the, a lot of the applications, they don't fit the driver centric lifestyle. Right. Yep. And know that when I've worked with some of the carriers for the corporate side, the insurance company comes in and get, Oh, we got this great app, you know, it's going to help their people with their lifestyle. And the driver logs on, it's got all these beautiful people running down the beach, you know, on the beach, <laughs> eating spa food. They're going, who's doing this? I don't get to go to the beach. Who's got time for that, right? Yeah, right. So you try to, you know, bake it down. And what I do is I provide, you know, information to drivers that's realistic that they can get into a travel center if they go there. Or the big thing that I really, really uh, work hard on with them, and one of the things I'm working hard on to bring to the in industry standard is we know that they, when they learn to be a professional driver, they really embed in your brain about the pre-trip chat right walk around your truck yeah absolutely down so what i want to make standard in the industry is while you're doing that is take one more step and do a pre-trip refrigerator check to see what you have in that refrigerator because as you know in the day in the life of a professional driver they're going to get stuck traffic weather breakdown you know whatever it is and they're sitting for two hours and you don't have a good choice to reach for Andrew, you make a bad one. Yeah, and they're they're going to reach for whatever they got there handy, so make sure you stocked it right. Yeah, and we, we deserve to give them that piece of education because it's it's part of safety because you can't be safe if you're not well. That's a great idea. I really like that. So I'm curious about truck stops. You know, when uh, I think a lot of the public think about truck drivers and, and going into the truck stops, for whatever reason, you think about biscuits and gravy in the buffets. You know, are those still out there or have the truck stops evolved too? They, they, they have. And the first one I want to bring up is TA. They've done a really good job. I've worked with them over the years and they have now collaborated with the Cleveland Clinic because they're out of Cleveland, obviously. And the Cleveland Clinic has helped them redo their menu uh, in their restaurant to give them better choices to make. 
uh, drivers are going to come in. Not everybody's going to do it. For those who want to and are willing to, they can do that and get it at a favorable price point. And the other is trying to make it available for the grab and go as well. You know, one of the things you may know this that truck drivers unfortunately face is when they go to the truck stop is the truck stops obviously are there and a lot of their business is done through petroleum, you know, fuel, all those things. But they also do a phenomenal business for the four wheeler. Sure. And yeah. so the wheeler comes in there and they want, you know, you look at the, that's why I always get so frustrated when they start picking on the driver about the condition they're in. And I tell them, listen, I don't drive anymore, but I do have to fly now. When I get on that airplane, I can tell you, you know, there's a large percentage of people on there that could, you know, learn uh, how to eat better, even the pilots. But, you know, so they come in and they and they want the cinnamon bun. They want all those things. And the poor driver comes in after being on the road for 10 hours. They feel deprived and they want, you know, they smell the, the aroma. And before you know it, they're diving in. So doing it. And, but I work with TA and some of those to basically help give them a roadmap on drivers to find these things easily. And that's why I do advise them to you know, to grocery shop before they go out for the, for the week, if they can, and make sure they're stocked up. It, and it's torture. We, we've got a chain of uh, convenience stores and a, a truck stop here in central Nebraska that you walk in and it just smacks you in the face is the cinnamon rolls. It's like, oh my gosh, how good does it smell, you know? So I understand what those, those drivers are facing out there walking into that and it just kind of sucks you right in. Well, one of the, one of the major big travel centers and this has been a few years ago i was actually working with them on a project and the press release came out and said duh where's the i mean bells and whistles going on we just opened our 100th cinnamon bond you know they were so excited and i called them i said what are you doing you 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 contract with me to help give some better tips and how to do it and now you're you're you're, you're fighting me i can't i can't i can't win against something like cinnamon bond right <laughs> right right, right. that's right <laughs> so you mentioned energy drinks before um i know they're really popular there's obviously the ones that are full of sugar and there's some that advertise zero sugar is there really a difference well the the, the difference is is that of what they're sweetened with most of them are use aspartame and things that even the, the the additive sweeteners are not really good for once again i'm speaking for the general population health the professional drivers that suffer with blood pressure sugar and so forth and any of those type of things that are heavy you know, non-sugar laden with additives, you know, aspartame, those type of things do not really work well with the driver. And I know it's tough. Um, what I always suggest to drivers, um, and, and once again, they can get this when they pre-grocery shop, is they have different flavors of green tea, blueberry, strawberry, whatever you want mm -hmm. you can imagine. And it has about a third of the caffeine, so you still get a little kick from it. And you take those tea bags and just put it in your cold bottle of water and let it sit there and it'll dissolve. So it takes away from the boredom of just drinking water. And you get that and you also get a little bump. And if you're going to have coffee, I mean, we're not going to get away from, I'm not, I'm way past the days of being naive of the fact that, you know, because I come from a family of drivers, I mean, they're not going to give away the coffee. And so, you know, maybe taking it and put it in ice and it'll dilute a little bit to do it. But the power drinks, you know, there's something I was talking the other day uh, with some folks, and um, early on I used to do when they used to do the when they have the safety checks, right, and safety breaks, and and I would 
work for some of the associations and be there to give drivers tips on how to work out on the road. And I got to talking to the patrolman and they said one of the things they do whenever there's a rollover and there's an accident, one of the first things they do, Andrew, is they go up and they look in the cab and they see how many empty cans of energy drinks are on the floorboard. Um, that could be an indication that that driver was fatigued. Oh yeah. Right. Yep. And trying to stay awake. So, and, and I get it. I mean, they're out there, they're popular. It's in a, it's, they spend so much money on sponsorship and getting in front of the counter. Companies are not going to, you know, walk away. What I tell drivers all the time when I get on the radio and one of the biggest questions I get asked all the time, undoubtedly is Bob, when are you going to get these truck stops? stop serving this crap and i said well here's my tip my friend the day you stop buying it <laughs> you know you Sup keep buying it we're gonna keep serving it up to you. supply and demand right we keep demanding they'll keep shoveling up yep uh you talked about um you touched on it anyway about the importance of um meal prepping and thinking about you know as a driver plan your week out before you leave the house stop at walmart before you go back to the truck uh, it feels like most of the carriers out there are doing a pretty good job anymore of like specking refrigerators in the trucks. So, you know, things like that definitely help. But uh, if I'm going to meal prep or, or start meal prepping, if I'm new to that as a driver, you know, where do I start with something like that? What were some of the better things you would hope to see in my refrigerator? Um, thank you. So, yeah, so there are, there are, I do see more and more videos out there some of the drivers are very creative i mean you know they they got like a charcoal broiler they're dragging around yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they really got it going on but not everybody's going to do that and it's kind of like when everybody wants to join the gym january 1st right and they go for about 30 days and said gosh this is too much work same way when you start thinking about that so the ones that are most easiest and most common that i talk about with drivers that they do is they do roll-ups where they can take turkey slices or chicken slices and roll them up like Swiss cheese or their favorite kind of cheese and roll them up and put them in a baggie so they got those they can kind of munch on. A lot of them will pre, you know, cook out if they're, if they are home for the weekend, can roast up some chicken breasts and so forth and have those available and in their refrigerator to have that to eat as dinner. Um, and it's easy enough to pre-cook some, could be rice, some type of vegetable that you can kick in because most all you're right most all the, the units now because I, I also work with Freightliner on some of these initiatives and they all now come with bigger refrigerators remember there used to be those little boxes and right they're not that they got some room to put some product in there and you can put some Tupperware in there that where you can have some veggies and so forth that you've cooked at home and had and they have also a lot of really neat little instant cookers that you can you know even if you don't have it prepped you can stop at like the Walmart, go in there and get the vegetables, throw them in. It's like, it looks like a, a, a lunchbox and plug it in. And voila, you know, in about 45 minutes or so, you've got this, you know, meat, potato, whatever it is that you want to cook in there to do. But the basic stuff is, you know, um, uh, the, the roll-ups, you know, the chicken sandwiches, uh, pre-making some tuna salad or chicken salad to have in there. And then you can put on your bread or pita bread, whatever your choice is. And those are the kind of things. And then of course, making sure that you know most everybody's going to want something sweet at some point and so allow yourself some wiggle room if you whatever your favorite is but then also try to find something that you're not diving into that to every day um and have some kind of uh, substitute for some type of sweet there's a lot of things you can do like you take if you take bananas 
and before you got on the road and blend them up and put a little bit of um, maple syrup mm-hmm. and also some peanut butter with bananas and blend it up. It'll make like this little chocolate parfait and you put in your refrigerator, put it in there and, and put some cocoa butter in if you want. And um, it's a very good chocolate snack to satisfy it. And I think the, like you said, convenience is the key because if you don't take the time to prep and you don't prepare foods that are maybe, you know, when you get hungry, you just want to grab something that, you know, really quick and and satisfy your hunger. So uh, the roll-ups are a great idea. And I just know my own habits. If, if I don't have something that's convenient for me, um, and even years ago when I was a driver, uh, heck yeah, I wanted to go in the truck stop and, you know, sit down at the restaurant and, I was surely going to order something that wasn't good for me. Well, yeah, that is, just, and I know from years ago, my father, I have two brothers still driving today. And when I used to go with my dad, when I was learning to drive and go on there, a lot of that too is they want to go in and they want some interaction with fellow drivers. Socialization, right? yep. Got it, you got it. And that's, even though people think that drivers are nomads, but you get them in a conversation, you know, after a while, <laughs> looking for the door, right? <laughs> I got to go to work. But, you know, but in today's world and technology, what I talk, this has been really something that's come to light here recently talking to drivers because they like that going in. I said, but listen, you know, it, it's fine. Don't deprive yourself of that. But majority of the time, half of the time, take that time to have your meal prepared and then get your phone out or your your pad or whatever and get on FaceTime and talk to the family, right? right. You, you know, put the word out that, it's one of the things I'm working on with Freightliners, the communication where drivers are going to be at a certain place and they want to have someone to play basketball with or uh, horseshoes or whatever, you know, where they can connect with people. And same like that. They may be sitting truck stop 100 miles down the road, but they're taking their break. They want, they want to talk to somebody, right? Because um, what people don't really know is that professional drivers really started social media back in the day with CB radios. Yeah, they did. Right? That's a great point. Yeah, it's a very frustrating to me. It's bugged me for years that it had to be people like Facebook and all that to come out with that and get the big praise for that. And the drivers, riding with my dad, I can remember that he said, oh, my gosh, I need to get some tires. And he'd pick up the mic and and got to get tired. And within five minutes, he'd have, don't go here, go there. If you go there, tell him Joe sent you, blah, blah, blah. And I always remember that, you know, Andrew being in business um that the power of that and so they really are the ones that first had it going on uh, before you had all the other media outlets out there now yeah the original social media channel was channel 19 wasn't it there you go that's right break it, break it. hey uh you mentioned exercise uh when we opened the show a little bit you said 75 percent seems to be the nutrition and what you put in your mouth and uh that means the other 25 percent's got to be about movement and stuff so how much movement do we need as a driver um, you know, there's always been talk about, you know, you got to get in the gym, you got 45 minutes, you know, to an hour, and, and it's, that's not the case. I mean, 10 minute intervals, you know, if you stop two or three times during the day, if you get 10 minute intervals in of a, what I call walking with intention, and um, that means, you know, stand up straight, you know, got invest in a good pair of shoes, that'll make the big difference and take off in one direction and go for you know five minutes six minutes and turn around and come back with intention and do it in intervals you know you walk a little bit to get warmed up and you walk a little more and if you want to jump into a slow jog you can 
And then the other is, is doing using your truck for a lot of it, or if you have just simple pair of bands that you can get in a Walmart store to do some retention, you know, um, muscle retention to be able to resistance um, with the bands to work on your biceps and your shoulders and keep your back straight and those kind of things and step ups off up and off the, you know, your steps getting in and out of the truck just to get some movement. You know, it really always comes down, I tell them, to two things. It's what you put in your mouth and movement. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, I heard a, heard a Fred talking the other day that um, on the radio and he was saying, he said, you know, remember you when you take, you take your dog to the vet and they gain weight, what's the vet say? Cut back on his food and take him for a walk. <laughs> yeah. So it works. Well, and you just brought up something there. I think about the number of drivers out there that actually do have a dog with them in the truck. So why not use that as a little bit of motivation? You know, get the dog out, walk the dog, and it'll do both of you uh, some good. I'm, yeah, and thank you for you're just doing – you're making it too easy for me. <laughs> but that's something else I'm working on with because if you look at the demographics, you know, 50 over 50% of the drivers out there – you know, 60 some percent, you know, have animals. And then now that's 60 some percent, you know, 40 some percent, they travel with them. Right. Right. And so there, I tell them all the time, it's a great companion, you know, but, you know, do it with intention. They, they just don't want to meander around. I mean, they're an animal. They want to get some exercise. So whether you're out there throwing the Frisbee or whatever, but use that as your workout party. Absolutely. It's a great, it's great because, you know, I used to, when I, one of the best jobs I had before the pandemic, Andrew, I would go around to various different carriers once a month. They had me come in and talk driver health and wellness to the orientation classes, right? And so I would talk to them about and first thing I'd do, I'd say, everybody here that has an animal, raise their hand. Usually 75% would raise their hand, whether you have them with you or as they're at home. And then I'd ask them, how that everybody leave their hand up if you make sure that Buddy gets fed every morning and everybody leaves their hand up. So I said, okay, leave your hand up. Now tell me how many leave your hand up that you give them a cup of coffee, a cigarette, and a donut. <laughs> and, and of course I said, so if it's not good for them, then why do you think it's good for you? Right. right? So I was just trying to make an example, but something you said that I wanted to go back to about the preventive and, and, and packing their, their, their lunches is that one of the things that drivers are very linear thinkers, industrial thinkers, right? They can relate to preventive maintenance on the truck, especially owner operators, where it's up to them to maintain their truck, change the oil, make sure it's right, tires, all those kinds of things. Because you, one, you don't want to have to afford to get broke down the road, get towed in or that kind of thing. And number two is you want your dollars to go as far as you can, right? And so you'd make sure your engine oil is changed and all this. So I have a saying telling drivers, I want you to take a peek under your own personal hood. You know, see what's going on, get weighed, do your blood pressure, all those things, and be preventive about it. Don't let it hit you from the blind side. It's a lot of times, unfortunately, it's too late. Yeah, great advice for sure. Um, how about, is there any apps out there? I'm thinking of smartphone apps or uh, any direction, maybe websites or something you can give drivers, something you have or something you've come across that you think are a really good place to start. Yeah, yeah, I have uh, been working on this for a couple of years, once again, because I finally woke up one day and I thought, gosh, carriers think nothing of spending thousands of dollars on technology, you know, for better fuel and, right. you know, all those things. And so I have an app out called the CDL scanner, health scanner app. And it's a new technology um, out of Canada. 
and it's been around for a number of years in, in Europe. Uh, a couple of million people utilizing it, and now it's in the U.S. And so um, the piece that I developed with them on is is that now a driver can take their uh, they can buy a code, uh, and it's like a dollar twenty-five a month for the code, and um, they can get this code, and it'll send it to them. And it's a one-time download. It's not a, an app that you got to do a password and all that. It's a web-based. And you can download this application on your phone, and you can take your cell phone and use your camera. And in 30 seconds, you hold it in front of your face. It takes your picture. Of, uh, what it does is reading the blood flow under your skin in your face. And it sends it up in the cloud, and it'll come back down, and it'll give your blood pressure, heart rate, BMI, and your respiratory reading. And it's all private. It's not facial recognition. It's scanning under your skin, the blood flow, and nothing saved. Uh, it's data's not in the cloud. As soon as you do it, it gets erased. But you can have that on your phone. And it's got links in there if you're taking it um, every so often and you think, you know what, my blood pressure does seem to be a problem. Maybe I should talk to somebody. It has links in there that you can reach out and talk to some people if you want to get some advice and help. But it's a very private, inexpensive way. Once again, I just always try to come up with easy solution ways that drivers can help manage their health, right? Get in front of it and do something about it before it's too late. That sounds like incredible technology. I didn't know anything like that existed out there. Oh, yeah. And it's very, so, you know, uh, when we're done, if you, um, uh, get your cell and email. I have that, and I'll send you your code, and you can take it for a test drive. It's everybody gets it. So I, I did it. I had it at Matt's, and I don't know. We scanned 500. I can't remember how many a bunch, and they all were very that, that this is great. You know, this is easy for them to manage, and uh, it's private, and it's awareness like everything else we do, right? So it's preventive uh, personal health awareness. I love that. I'd love to check it out, and it's maybe something I can push out in my own fleet too, as well. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, so. I'm, one of the things I'm doing, talking to the uh, carriers and have carriers now. They're instead of giving them for National you know, Appreciation Week, uh, you know, spending twenty bucks on a hat or T-shirt, you can give them this for almost half the price, and it's something of value that they can utilize. And because we, 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 unfortunately, we we don't spend the few dollars to keep the skilled drivers. And that's what I try to fight, you know, keeping the men and women that know they want to be a driver in the seat instead of doing the old churn and burn. Yeah. You hit something there for sure. Where you say the companies, we as leaders in the company, sometimes we, we spend and invest so much money on the business side of things, yet we don't invest enough in our biggest asset and that's our drivers. Yeah. And it's, it, and, and I know that, you know, because I, I, I go to most all the trade shows and it's always, they always have the, the big sessions, They're always the same thing. I'm sure you've attended your share of Mandrew, but it's, you know, recruiting and retention, recruiting right. and retention. Well, I, I never hear anything about really what the retention really is. And is that really changing the numbers? Well, we appreciate all your hard work in the industry and I thank you again for joining us today. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Driven Too Far. Be sure to visit our website at driventofar.com for tons of industry resources.